Greetings to you. I'm Kalaxika. Oma. Shreya. Flynn. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all had fled from the city of Solaris with a new companion in tow by the name of Seeker. This new companion who mysteriously came to you guys uh, through the contact of Thaddeus told you that he could supply you with the necessary ingredients to have these magical items that could erase all magical or non-magical tracking that was on you by the Hollow Guard. He also knew a way out of the city, which you guys were desperately in need of, And through some tunnels underneath the city and combat with some of these underground burrowing worms, you guys eventually made it out of Solaris and onto the open road. You guys grabbed a couple horses with Seeker being sure to pay or leave behind some gold for the farmer whose horses they were. And you guys headed off towards the mountains. When you guys got to the base of the mountains, after a little bit of a brief detour, um, you guys eventually made your way up into the mountain itself through the foresty evergreen area. And after hiking for a little while on horseback, you guys were able to spot, or I should say Shreya was able to spot a abnormal tree off in the distance. Um, a tree that wasn't like any of the other trees, a lot bigger and uh, didn't seem to, to be sort of the uh, pine and evergreen type that was surrounding you. After a little bit more investigation and heading towards it, you guys discovered a couple of dead bodies, um, some of them on the inside of this tree and some of them on the outside. It seemed that this tree was carved out hollow and made into a home or some sort of a temple to Ilduria with the, the main tree on the outside being hollowed out and then a new, much younger tree growing within it. Kalik went around and began to cleanse some of the bodies and, and burn them into ash, and with that, seemingly releasing some spirits from them. You guys found a little uh, green teapot, and uh, you guys were just sort of looking around and investigating this tree. So, um, I believe Seeker and Flynn were looking at this uh, little magical teapot, and everyone else was going around investigating the bodies. So, as we start this session, what would you guys like to do? This is an interesting teapot. Do you mind if I put it in my bag and we can figure out what it does later? Well, yeah, I want to take a look at it, but there's a lot of stuff around here that we probably should be worried about. I agree. Don't let me forget, though, because I sometimes forget things, and that looks really cool, but if you put it in your bag, I'm, I might forget to look at it, so remind me. Don't worry, it's magic. I will not. Forget. Okay, cool. I still want to talk about your sword. <laughs> um, Shreya and I were looking at this body, right, that hadn't been yet yet uh, consumed by the earth. Yeah, so just to give you guys uh, a reminder, there were um, five bodies in this room. Um, one of them was impaled to the wall by a spear, 
and they had been consumed by these vines. Um, one of them was laying face down with a sword in their back, also being consumed by vines. And then one of them was sort of laying there in a hunched kneeling position with arrows coming out of them, also being consumed by vines. Um, Kalik, you had um, sort of like uh, disintegrated, for lack of a better term, um, the two bodies that were seemed to have been blasted through um, with some sort of magical force. And uh, for just a reminder, that uh, Oma and Flynn have dark vision right now because I call I that cast is eyes at night. Thanks for reminding. Uh, I'm gonna kneel down and look more deeply at these vines uh, as I squint my eyes, uh, run some of my fingers over the vines, cast my mind back to think if I've ever known this kind of vine or if it's magical or if. I can tell that it had been, like, cast as a spell or something. Yeah, make an Arcana check for me. Not bad, 17. 17. Um, this is, like, natural Arcana. Like, you can you can sort of see the um, growth of the vines that is, like, the vines aren't growing everywhere. They're just sort of encasing these bodies. Um, this is probably, like the work of, of some natural force um, trying to take these bodies back. Um, do all the bodies seem to have the same symbols or or um, if I look at all of the bodies, do they seem to be from the same ilk? Um, yeah, looking at them, they've all got like these um, deep like earth brown tone robes um, from what you can see. Um, and then you could tell before um, Kalik disposed of the other two bodies um, that they were wearing the same thing. What do you make of these, Shreya? They seem to be just the earth taking her course, albeit perhaps linked to a some kind of energy that pervades the land here. Well, she won't relinquish the soul. Holding out for some reason. This makes me think that whatever force we are beginning to encounter on our way to our destination, I hope the guardians of this place will give us safe passage. As the ashes um, start to uh, flicker away from my eyes, and my eyes the grave uh, come to rest, I turn to Shreya and say, If what I've seen above us is uh, accurate, there's undeath all about this place. And I don't think we'll get through here safely, Shreya. Kellick, what should we be looking for uh, from undeath? Um, which... <sighs> You, I just don't know what we're supposed to be keeping our eyes out for. If you could help me. Uh, I cast my eyes up above us. Uh, is there... Uh, what's the architecture like here, DM? Is it stairs? Yeah. Or So, um, yeah, it's, it's a spiral staircase going along the inside of this hollowed-out tree. I, I don't know what, what manner of undeath, Alma, but something... Are you familiar with you know, things returning from the other side? No. 
Um, not really. Well, uh, you remember when we toured the tomb of the Red Wolf, right? Uh-huh. Well, uh, sometimes things that are killed by what one might call normal means. Oh, like, like Corvin Amberstone? Right. Corvin Amberstone is yeah. uh, likely uh, uh, an exact case of undeath. Do you think Something. he's here? Uh, I certainly hope not. But we can't roll it out. Um, sometimes certain forces uh, outside of our domain keep the spirits of the dead from reaching their appropriate state, their natural conclusion, their... Uh, could be all manner of things. So, um, is it safe to say that we don't have to worry about the ones if they have vines on them? Well, it depends. Seeker, is there cases out here in Kaldor that you know of that, you know, there, this certainly can't be an isolated incident of worshippers of the new gods slaughtering worshippers of the old ones? Those are pretty extraordinary circumstances that might lend themselves well to curses, uh, death. perhaps the old gods keeping their servants alive to wreak havoc on those that did them wrong. You know anything of this? I'm walking over to check it out. Um, well, that is what happened here. They were first hiding, then Exterminate. Uh, would I know anything more, uh, if I may, uh, like from a religious standpoint or a historical standpoint? Um, yeah, you can either make religion or a history check. Yahtzee. That's a natty 20. Hey, plus nice. five. So let's get that 25 on it. Let's Woo! go. Nice. Um, yeah, so um, you would know specifically um, <laughs> that there have been like a lot of cases across Kaldur of like aggressively pushing out worshippers of the old gods but it's never uh, I, it's almost never come to bloodshed on this scale you know that um, there were five cases across Kaldur where things escalated to this sort of point where where Kaldur determined that extermination was necessary. Um, and this is one of those five sites um, that, that was carried out like that. Do you mind if I try more aggressive means of being the spirit? I, I, I um, want nothing more than it for it to probably arrest it. But I don't understand. I, I thought that Kaldur just, just wanted freedom to pray to the new gods why 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 are they killing people who pray to the old gods I, I I thought this whole fight was just so that they could have freedom it doesn't really sound like Alma, like the, freedom if they're killing other people who who also just want to pray to their own gods they might not be a monolith Alma <sighs> but some I've spoken to uh, say themselves as liberators so by some strange stretch of their minds, they might think of these actions, and I gesture to the corpses, 
as necessary to free the minds of the old ways. Necessary or even noble from what I've begun to know about them. What do they get out of it? Change. They were already hiding in a tree to worship. Change does not come easy, Alma. And Seeker will, he's kind of sighing as you're asking those questions and, and starts to uh, hold his hands over the, the corpse that's held in the vines. And he's muttering and he says, I Maria. And a purplish flame uh, will come up around the um, attempt to come up and consume. It's a, it's a sacred flame uh, cantrip. Have any effect? Okay. Um, yeah. So you cast a sacred flame, and as this 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 purple fire is beginning to work its way over the body, um, Kalik, you noticed that his spell worked on this body, um, and uh, it sort of just like glides itself over the body, and as it's moving over it, it doesn't actually burn the body as you would expect it to do. Um, but as the fire moves across it, it produces these tiny little purple sprouts that then burst into tiny purple flowers as the fire moves across it and finishes um, going from the head to the feet. And when the, the fire finishes uh, making its way over the body, the, the body is still there, but now covered in purple flowers. I, I look up at... Saker, uh, my eyes, uh, red with, uh, like, burgeoning tears. They're wrestling over our souls. While we take each other's lives in their names. They don't care if we squabble down here and bleed for them. They just want our our last breaths. Our remnants. Well, um, maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe... Maybe Eldoria was just trying to, to keep the body safe. So that no Safer further... Wat-Homa. Well, maybe... Maybe the people who killed him tried to keep him in everlasting life. And, and Elduria was just trying to welcome him back home? I know sanctuaries and shrines to Elduria. This place has been cursed, but hopefully not irrevocably corrupted. And as you say that, and you all look to Shraya as he is speaking to you, a ghostly white figure apparates from the ground behind him and over his shoulder. And Shraya, you feel a chill go down your spine as you look behind you. I'm going to have everyone roll initiative. (laughs) All right. My initiative rolls are consistently dog shit. Hey, at least it's consistent, though, you know? Can I count it? You know? Yeah, it's true. On the floor? Or should I roll again? I'll say yes. Yes. I'll say yes. All right. That... I feel like that's dealer's choice. Like, oh, yeah. if you, as long as you agree to that 
Wow, it's rolling. Okay. <laughs> I'll usually wait till a 20 comes up. And then, I <laughs> and then I'll go to it. Well, it's funny you should mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is 23. Of course. Okay. Um, Oma, what is your initiative? 17. Kellick? Six. Flynn? Uh, nine. And Seeker? 18. 18. Nice. Okay, so as this ghostly white figure appears from the ground behind Shreya, um, uh, let's have Shreya, you get uh, the first in combat. What would you like to do? Uh, is So this figure is, like, actually touching me, like, in proximity to my figure? It is hovering over your shoulder, oh, just, shoulder. like, almost right on top of you. Yeah. All right. Uh... I am going to whirl around. Uh, I'm going to instinctively, I can feel it, uh, press my fingers to my staff uh, and then say, spent all this time. Now the corruption is upon us. I'm going to whirl around and uh, I'm I'm going to attempt to Let's see how it responds to this. Uh, instantaneously, uh, purple light explodes out the top of the crystal, and I'm just gonna like immediately bring it like into the center of this mass, like whirling it down, clocking the crystal right into the middle of it. Okay, um, make an attack roll. Uh, it's a 16 to hit. A 16 hits. Nice. Yes. Yeah, oh, wow. damage. Get him. Okay. Uh, let's see then. All right, so that. Okay, uh, minimal damage on the dice roll, but that's uh, six points of arcane damage. Six points of, specifically what kind of arcane Uh, damage is that? Arcane, because I basically charged up the staff. So it would normally be bludgeoning, but uh, because I charged it up and it's magical. Oh, it's magical bludgeoning. Gotcha. Uh Okay. All right. Um... Is that the end of your turn? I, since I am directly engaged with it, I am going to uh, grit my beak, look at it through, like, you know, more squinted eyes, and I'm going to, in one fluid motion, like, whoosh myself back with my wings from it uh, as far as I can. So I'll let you rule how much far that is. Yeah, um, you can go as far as you want. It is going to take an attack of opportunity, though. Okay, that's fine. As it swipes at you. So as you try and walk away, it's going to um, just very slowly hover its hand up in the air and reach two fingers out and try and touch you. That is going to be a 14 to hit. Uh, does that? I remember. That... That yeah, you met it. That's it. That, that's oh yeah, no. That do, you, yeah. do you have the shield? It's not what we wanted. That's not. What or no. We do you not use? I I gave it back. I gave it to someone else. I think. Oh uh, okay. I don't have the shield. So as its as its arm reaches up, you uh you spread your wings and as you are um, pushing them back together to get some distance from this thing, its arm just barely reaches out and touches your wing. That is gonna be. 10 points of necrotic damage. Oh! Uh, 
a lot. I feel like it's growing inside me, but also dying. All right. Um, next up on the initiative is Oma. Um, does this creature look like it's? You said it's white, a white figure. Um, does it appear male or female? Does it look like it's wearing robes that are similar to the robes that are on the ground? Um, you cannot determine okay. um, male or female, but you can see just sort of towards the end of where these um, these like ethereal. Um, wisps come out from it. You can just barely see some robes um, looking to be the similar, very similar to what you had seen on the other bodies. Okay. And how many bodies are left that aren't um, decayed in this room? Um, there are three that are covered in vines. Hmm. And then, um, yeah, and Kalik, when you walked into this area, you had only determined two other undead presences. Okay. Um, great. I will look at Shreya and and see that the the, 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 the spectery creature is um, hurting him in some way, um, but not visibly hurting him. And I will um, rub my hands together um, and concentrate on my fingers and then pull my fingers away from each other. Um, and a, a sea of um, shadows will start to converge between my in the space between my hands as I slowly open them and open them and open them until um, I have reached about, you know, two feet wide for my hands. And um, the swirling smoke will become a solidified object and a sword. And I will... Throw it. <laughs> well, how far away am I from the thing, actually? Um, you're about 10 feet away. 10 feet? Great. I am yeah. going to move 10 more feet backwards from it, <laughs> okay. further away, okay. and then launch the um, spectral blade at this thing. Okay, make an attack roll. Get it. Oh, no. <gasps> oh, no. Oh no. Um that is that's a 10 to hit. A 10 does not hit. Nope. Uh. <laughs> um I will um move another 10 feet back. <laughs> okay. So that I am 30 feet from this thing and crouch <laughs> behind anything <laughs> that I see. I I think it's only a 20 foot. Um Actually, I think it's only a 20-foot tree, is what you said. Yeah, okay. it's a 20-foot circle. Yeah. So just as far back against the oh, wall yeah, yeah, as I can. Okay. <laughs> nope. Nope. Just going to go against one of the walls. Um, and that's my turn. Okay. Um, next up, Seeker. So I'm going to attack it with this Seeker Flame. and. Okay. That is, uh, uh, what is that? that is a 12 to hit. A 12 hits. Oh, nice. Wow, okay. Good to know. And we're going to do this damage. Ooh, that's a six plus two. That's eight. As you cast Sacred Flame and the flames um, rush over this this ghost's body, um, it screeches and uh, it, it 
seems to be in a lot of pain from that. Um, it sort of recoils, and you can see its form diminish very slightly before it um, vanishes back into the ground. What? Uh, uh. And you guys all wait a second, and another second, as it floats up from the ground <gasps> right behind Kellick. Ah! And Kellick, it is going to try and reach out and touch you in a very similar way that it reached out and touched Shreya. That is going to be an 11 to hit. Does not hit. That does not hit. So it reaches out for you and you can feel the cold um, coming right over your shoulder and you just duck out of the way in time. Next up, Flynn. Yeah. uh, So I'm going to run up to this thing. (laughs) <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to run up, and as I'm running, I uh, uh, use my bonus action to just put the sword in my hand. <clears throat> and uh, I use my, my, my fingers to, to tap the sword. One, two, three. And you see that energy pulse on my sword as I cast Booming Blade. Um, but it's pulsing with more fervor and energy. Uh, and I'm going to try and hit this thing. Okay. Make an attack sure. And that would be this. Uh, 17. A 17 hits. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, so as I strike down, some of the energy actually ex- um, is expended and does a little more booming damage at the start. So that's this. Um, uh, what does it do? Uh, oh, D8. Okay. So that is... Uh, 17 points, or do you want it separate? Uh, no? no, it can, okay. it can be so together. It's all 17 this, yeah. total. 17 points of damage. Ooh. And you see that energy it, it, wherever I st- struck the uh, creature, it's like pulsing as it kind of, it's like encased in that cut. Um, and I'm gonna okay. look up at it and grin and look at Kellick. Don't worry, I'm here. Alright, and with that, Kellick, you are up in the initiative. Uh, having just escapes this thing's cool grasp. I'm going to uh, break from its attack range and try and uh, move to the other side of the wall. Uh, not the other side of the wall, but the other side of the room. Um, so I'll take a, an attack of opportunity, I assume. Okay. Yes, you will. Ooh, that is going to be a nine to hit. Okay, sick. Whew. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> I will just skirt away As from it its attack. reaches out, its, its arm seems to be like almost as if if, if a person was moving through water, sort of that speed, and you're able to just duck out of the way before it makes contact nice. with you. And I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll back off 10 feet. Uh, okay. And then I'll glower at this thing. The earth or the ashes, go where you wish, but you'll defile this place no longer. Yoru! And I'll throw a gang ding bolt yeah. at it. Okay. Hey. And that is... 24 to hit. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. oh, wow. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that is uh, 11 points of radiant damage. Okay, and as you hit this thing dead center right in the chest, um, your guiding bolt almost goes through it, and as if um, you were shooting your guiding bolt just at, at fog, it dissipates and doesn't form back into space, and you hear... 
as this thing completely expands into the air around it. And it is now dead, and we are out of initiative. Ah! Uh, where'd it go? And I gave it a choice, so... I don't know where, but... May not want to stay here too long. I'm gonna call the sword back to me. And hold it for a minute. Okay. Oh, hey, that's cool. That is cool. Um... Uh, I'm gonna um, and cast eyes of the grave again. Okay. Across, drawing ashes across my eyes. Uh, is there still a shape above us of undeath? There is one above you. Yes. If we stay here longer, we'll certainly meet another. What? I have to admit, I feel inclined to cleanse this place. I feel the same way. Notably, the one above you is not moving. So, 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 um, the waters that we need to find are, are that way, right? And I point outside of the door and up to the, um, up the mountain. Yes. From, um, from my looking through the land, this place does not offer a path there. Okay. So, Kalik, you want to, you want to keep going up? Yes. If you'll indulge me on this. Um. I mean, I made some really bad choices lately, so yeah, I guess I guess what's what's the worst that could happen? Well, we Anyone who is not inclined to do this, I feel like you and I, and I kind of nod at at, at Kalik. I feel like we could take these intruders ourselves. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh, I'll be going too. Ah. Uh. Maybe I'll just Fantastic. maybe I'll just stay behind you and 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 help if I can. But I wasn't much helped out here, so I I don't know. Alma, you've got lots of power, and this is a good application of it. Yeah, but sometimes I miss. That's okay, Alma. It's about what you mean to do. I forgot to roll chaos bolt magic. Yeah, you're and I just to, did. Uh, Roll above an eight. I got an 18. So. Oh, man. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'll begin to climb the stairs uh, if everybody seems like uh, they're in agreement with this choice. Yeah. Seeker okay. will follow. How, DM, how long has it been since I cast the tech magic and got the teapot? Has it been over or under 10 minutes? Would that still be up? It, it would still be up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you would be coming to the last, I'd say, two minutes or so. Is that the same for okay. the uh, protection from good and evil? Yeah, I was doing it while he ritual cast. Okay, uh, so it's probably so on its last leg, too? Probably on its last okay. leg, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so, Seeker, you get a, like, a strong ping from up further in the tree. Just a single uh, magical essence. Lego. I'm getting something up here, too. We should go check it. As I follow them up the stairs, I look over at Olma, like back over my shoulder, and I say, And so, I'm prepared this time. What is it I do? Close my eyes, breathe in, and as I uh, plant the staff on the ground where the crystal used to be, uh, I've now produced a glowing ball of flame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, Seeker would real quick just send, he would just say out loud and uh, just kind of send a message to Eldra and say, stay in the tree, please watch the door. Let us know if anyone comes. Um, Eldra has not seen anyone approaching or anything unusual yet, just so you know. Okay, so you guys head up these winding stairs that you can see um, are like built into the inside of the outer wall of this tree. Um, and as you guys are, are moving up this staircase, you can see that there is a platform up at the top. And you guys are moving, and you see windows carved into this tree trunk that lets you see out further into the forest as you're climbing up this this staircase. And Kellick, you see it first as you're sort of rounding this bend, and you see a body laying there, lifeless on the ground. Um, you can see that um, in sort of a similar fashion, but not to the most extreme degree that you saw with the other bodies, most of this body is burned. Um, and it has like these chars all over it um, and not at all being consumed by vines. Um, and about 10 feet up the stairs, right next to one of the windows, light is pouring in from outside. And so you can barely see this ghostly specter standing there, looking out the window and just standing still. Um, what kind of form is it taking? Is it, um, does it look like the bodies that have been around the, the room in the same robes? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have you make a perception check. Okay. Because it's kind of difficult to see the, uh, the form of this as the light is How passing How far away through. is this again? It's about 20 feet away from where you guys okay. are at. That is... You've got a, a body right in between mm-hmm. you guys. 25 on the perception. Wow. The 25, um... You see uh, very clearly Elvin, um, both the ghost and the body on the floor. And you would also see um, hanging around the neck of the body is a, like a blue, um, it's, it's like a blue, it looks like a blue painted piece of maybe wood or some sort of carving. And as you look to the ghost, you can see a ghostly outline of the same sort of necklace around their neck. A wooden carving? A wo- uh, uh, some sort of carving that has been painted blue. You can't really determine what it is from there. Um, Seeker, the necklace, um, the, the painted carving around their neck is what is giving off the magical essence that you felt. Uh, what, I, what Seeker would do is... Um actually try and like very sneakily very stealthily um use his visible mage hand to um see if he can move remove the necklace from the body okay um make a sleight of hand check um Kalec? yes Alma. can can you talk to ghosts uh, Maybe he could tell us what happened here. Uh, 14. Oma and Kellek, as you guys are having this discussion, um, you all um, don't even notice, but look back at the body after a couple seconds and the necklace is gone. 
How, secret is now in your possession. How is the spirit? And is the spirit unchanged? The spirit seems unchanged. And he wouldn't necessarily try and hide the... So he was just trying to do it like without disturbing the body and doing it okay. without like giving away that it's him necessarily. Mm-hmm. But he would just kind of hold it, have it, have his mage hand hold it up in front of the group so we could inspect it. Okay. Um, yeah, so the rest of you guys notice it, but the ghost in the window does not seem to notice. What is this I, necklace? Sorry. Yeah, do we recognize them? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to have um, I'm going to have one person make, or two people make a nature check. Let's figure this out together, bud. Let's do it. Hey, let's go. Hey, that's an 11 for Kelly. Uh, I got a strong 10. Strong 10? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Uh, you guys would know that it's it's like this weird elongated V shape, and it's got like some um, uh, some divots in it. And after looking at it, inspecting the weight, it's definitely bone that's been painted blue. Um, but you don't know of what creature, you don't know what sort of body part this goes to. But it is a piece of a bone painted blue. Um, as Kelly and I are. Looking at this, um, I'll kind of whisper to him to not disturb the being in front of us. Um, what if we break it? I don't think that would have much to do with what's going on with the curse. It, it feels it's supplemental to what's going on here. Hmm. Also, last time we broke a magical item... You grow horns out of your head. Fair point. Yep. Okay. So maybe let's... And I'd say this to everybody in a sort of like sort of gesture broth. Maybe let's identify things and get a good sense of what they are before we start smashing them against the ground. Right? Okay. That's that's a fair, fair idea. But it is fun to do. Mm-hmm. And you never really know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Anything could happen. It's going to be exciting. Why, why would you simply break a magical item? Yeah, why would we do that, Flynn? We, well, yeah, we would why, never. Why? Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, Kellick, so so maybe we can ask him what happened. I mean, maybe. Um, one way or the other, Alma. We have to get to the bottom of it. So I, uh, I, I'm open to speaking with the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to speak to it, hold on one second. And, um. Seeker would put a hand on Kalik's shoulder and just say, Nah, I this is yeah. And cast guidance on you. Okay. Hey, um, come down here. I'm gonna return the favor. At least try to. I haven't done this before. I'll kneel. And I'll, uh, reach to my side. And there's a little <laughs> small pouch that, uh, it kind of hangs on my belt. I'm gonna reach in. Uh, and grab some silver powder uh, from from it and kind of rub it in my fingers. And as I do, uh, the, the blue tattoo glows white. And uh, I, I whistle out just like a very faint... And I hold that high note. Um, and it starts to glow brighter and brighter. And I, um, I take my fingers and I motion to your forehead. Um, is it okay if I... Make it quick, Finn. Come on. It's, just, it's part of this spell. It's how I learned it. 
I know, I know. Just right. hold, hold still, hold still. And I'll rub my fingers and the powder across his forehead, leaving two silver lines. And those lines of silver powder glow with a like a like a bright white light. And uh, I cast protection from evil and good on him. Um, it, it looks so pretty against your skin. It's really iridescent. Silver and gray, huh? I think it's good work. Good look. Uh, good look for you. All right. Good luck. I sort of give a, a cautious nod to the gang, and I will step step into this room. <laughs> Spirit. My name is Kellick. I'm here to relieve you of whatever foulness has befallen you and this place. You see the ghost recognize that you're speaking to it, and it turns, and in like this, this abnormal glide just rotates and looks at you, and it looks right in your eyes, and you can see now on its elven face, you can see these ghostly tears coming down. It just looks at you. And I'll say in elvish, these battles, they're not for us to fight. We can't be pawns to this nonsense. Let me help you. Let me put you to to rest. And the ghost once again rotates back to the position that it originally was, looking out the window at the sunlight coming through. And you can see right outside of the window on this, this massive tree that you guys are in, there's a branch that comes out right next to the window. And you can see two little blue jays fly and land on the branch, and the ghost looks over and just watches the birds. I will step over to it to look out the window alongside it. All right. And there's two blue jays? There are two blue jays there on the, on the branch. creatures they're unperturbed by this bloodshed so too should you be how can I wipe your tears away and with a, a long flowing motion it sort of gestures back over towards its body and the body's unconsumed by vines or anything yeah, it's just charred. And I will sort of like looking to it, uh, like keeping eye contact with it as I kneel next to the body. And it sort of looks at you and it can see what you're about to do. And it comes over and it sort of kneels right next to you. And it looks in your eyes and it shakes its head no. And it looks up. And with a, a, a ghostly wave, it raises its hand and points to Shreya. Hi. Go where you wish. I'll not bind myself to these beasts any longer. Shreya. Send this spirit to the place it longs for. 
going to cautiously approach, uh, kneel down, and this is beyond my facilitation. Transferring a being from the place in between to eternal rest. I, I'm, I'm out of sorts. Have you not earthly magic, Shreya? Can you not devour it with the power of nature? Give it to the earth. I've never tried. Perhaps there, perhaps there is some of nature that I can learn as the need has arisen. And as I say that, I focus all of my energy uh, into my forehead, which starts to glow and a sort of eclipse uh, goes across my forehead in the pigments of my forehead like a moon, like eclipsing. Uh, and what can I cast on this body to help? I'm meditating and I touch my hands to the body and I'm I'm struggling with words, but I, I I these wisps of wind start to pass through where my beak is as my beak opens up wide and just blue wind just emanates out of it and I reach my hand through it and then bring that wind and redirect it down into the body as I cast dispel magic. That's what I'm gonna go for. Okay. Um, as you cast this and and your spell overtakes the body, um, you can see the pieces of, of flesh and clothing that had been singed by whatever spell had, had killed it um, begin to, like, soften out and smooth. And it almost seems to, in a weird way, like, mend the clothes and, and heal the body. And as the spell finishes... Um, you can see just a little bit of, of plant growth and vines begin to come out from where this body is laying on the stairs, out of the wood of the, the staircase. And at first, as the body's laying there, it first takes over and consumes the right hand as these vines interweave itself in between the body's fingers. And you look to the ghost, who at this point stands up, and they look out looking to a figure who is not there, seemingly looking at someone who maybe is not there, reaching their hand out and sort of looking like they're reaching out and clutching someone else's hand. And then they walk off and fade into nothing. Oh, I put my head in my hands. I uh, rise and sort of take a step back I didn't know that the inner workings of my being were capable of, of 
such profound transformation. We transcend the battle lines, Shreya. This is a power unlike any other. Let's not forget it. And uh, some tears that perhaps mirrored the tears on the ghost start to come down my own face as I clutch my uh, staff and, and lean on it and just sort of coo a little bit in a slight meditation and almost like a recovery from casting that spell. I'll, um, I'll walk up and just, while he's meditating, just give him a, a pat on the knee. And I don't, I don't say anything, but I'll just give him a pat on the knee and move forward to what? the path um, ahead. If I look out the window, what? Where does the sun look to be? Is does it look to be you know straight above us, starting to fade? Where? What? Can we tell what time it is? Um. Yeah. So, uh, you would be able to tell that it's probably about three o'clock in the afternoon. Um. Uh, does anyone get any other um bad feelings about this place? Because. Um, maybe we should rest here for the night. It seems like we've got a lot of um, walking to do, and 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 this has shelter. I'm, I'm not against this. I cannot detect anything, but if I, I'm given some time, I can check out what remains. Right. Uh, there are a few more um, I can't remember had I disposed of the, the remaining bodies in the on the first floor DM oh, or no, we should go do that on? yeah um, yeah all of the the bodies who weren't consumed by vines on the first floor I were dispensed of okay yeah okay yeah um, I think it's safe Alma safe enough safe as anywhere so maybe we should just I mean, safe is relative. The the wraith-like being did come from the floor, but I I, I know what you're saying, yes. It came from above us. Or above, Uh, yes. It traveled around and through the floor and up, uh, but it was freshly above us, so, you know, (laughs) it is relative. I I concede that. We can look out. It will be okay. We will be safe. uh, Maybe we should get some you know some food and and just just stay here Flynn try yeah I mean I'm okay to take a break or are we looking to sleep here is it is that safe um, to sleep Kellick just said that he doesn't get any more senses they... and and all all the bodies have have been sent back to where they should be and it's it's here or in the woods in the dark. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if, if he thinks it's safe, I, I'm okay to rest. I will um, bow my head and whisper, "I've chosen my truth. Will you still grant me your power?" And I will oculus and pull ashes across my eyes and try to use eyes of the grave again. All right, um, this time your vision is completely clear. You don't sense anything. 
And I look, I look to Alma with <laughs> swirling ashen eyes. And say, oh. Yeah, I think it's safe. Best of my estimation. Then I, I think we should stay here. The sun is going to go down soon, and I think it's better to have some shelter. Uh, I mean, all right, as, as long as there's no more of those um, ghosts. I'll keep you safe, Flynn. <laughs> okay. And I'm looking around, just like looking around, not really paying attention, just making sure I don't see any of those ghosts. <laughs> I guess that's all right. Um, maybe next to that window, and I'll point over to the window. That the... Actually, wait, no. Um, And I'm looking for a spot that's like, <laughs> Doesn't have a body. Doesn't have a where there Flynn's was a ghost. carrying his bedroll around the place, like. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Eventually, like the the ground floor probably has the most space for you to mm-hmm. find a non body spot. It. Yeah. Right. And then uh, if we're going to the ground floor, I'll go up like, next to the door and just kind of like make my bed up right next to the door. I'll, I'm I'm gonna set up here just you know just in case something comes up. You uh-huh. know we can I'll be able to open the door and we can run out. Okay. Um, well, I mean, we've got time. Maybe we can go outside and, and find something that we can cook to eat. Will I that can... make you feel better being outside? Oh. Sure. Okay. I can ask Eldra if she wouldn't mind hunting for some small prey. Yeah. Some small game. I would very much like to join her if she's going to go on that kind of errand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think she might enjoy yeah, this. would. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, let's start right away. <laughs> All right. Um, who is going outside to hunt right now? That's Shraya. For Shraya. Yeah. Um, okay. No. All right. I'll, I'll um, let them do it. Yeah. Okay. So um, for both of the birds, I'm going to have you guys make um, survival checks for me. Yeah, we will. 17. And a... Ooh, natty... That's a natty 20. That's two for... Nice. 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 So, um, yeah, Shreya, you are um, diving in and out of these trees. Um, Are you looking for anything specific? Any specific kind of animal? Uh, Rabbits. Rabbits. Okay. Um, so you are diving in and out of these trees. You see a rabbit down on the, the ground um, and it starts to dart and run away from you, but you're matching its movements left and right in and out of the trees. And eventually you're able to just get up on it and sink your claws into it, killing it um, very quickly. And as you do, you see another rabbit off to your right. So you put that one in your pouch and you go and grab that one and you kill that one just the same. And as you get back to the tree um, to share with the rest of the party, the the two rabbits, um, you see uh, an owl there perched on a pile of five rabbits. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could say that I felt like jealousy, but I'm only impressed. You know how birds, they like puff up all their, all their, uh, their <laughs> feathers. Yeah. Uh, she kind of puffs up, spreads yeah, the plume, wings, yeah. and says, well, you didn't do bad yourself. I mean, I got more, but 
who's it's not a it's not a competition, right? Right. And uh, while we're at it, why don't we get right on to the business of uh, preparing these uh, <laughs> scores? And uh, and with that, in one sweeping motion, I just whip my staff around my head, stomp it into the earth, the purple sparks, and then turn into a flame out the top as I toss the rabbits up and skewer them on a javelin and then just immediately start roasting them above my staff. <laughs> Shouldn't be too long. Uh, uh, I, I, cool. I can just catch them. That's, that's, she'll like walk over and kind of like, n- like nestle on like your leg a little bit. Like <laughs> just kind of like rubber head, her little owl head, <laughs> rubber little owl head on your leg. Say that's that's a that's a pretty neat trick. <laughs> and and as she does that, the the flame kind of erupts out the top of the staff a little bit more intensely, <laughs> as it like for a brief second overtakes the, the rabbits as I sort of <laughs> and gain my footing back again. I am not prepared for this. <laughs> what are we doing, people? <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> we should uh, we should, we should probably. We should probably tell them that we got some food, huh? Yes. Yeah, must be quite hungry. We perhaps should uh, make our way back there first and take care of our, do the noble thing and take care of our compatriots before we go any further. Well, because, I mean, like we already already said, you know, they, they couldn't survive without us. Oh, no, no, they'd be lost without us. All right, so the rest of you guys see uh, coming back into the tree with a whole bunch of, at this point, cooked rabbits, um, two birds. Um, I have not left the top floor. I have just, like, parked okay. myself in front of the um, the whatever remains of this, this elf's body that was being digested by these uh, flowers and vines. And I've just like set up my my bedroll there, and I'm just sitting uh, in front of it, just observing it. Is Oma there? I'm downstairs. Um, Seeker would have probably gone downstairs then and gone through his bag and got uh, like some jerky, like some squirrel jerky. That sounds good. And offered it to Oma here, here. You, you mentioned food. You might want some. Yeah. It's very good. Thanks. Thank you. Um, I will munch on it. Um, and when Trya enters, I'll look at his score. Whoa! <laughs> you caught so many rabbits. Well, the uh, credit actually goes more toward this lovely one over here. I sort of like shrug and point over to object of my recent affection. Eldra, you caught so many rabbits! <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> she just puffs up and is like proud of herself, kind of struts in. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And while, uh, and while I'm feeling creative, uh, I think I might just make these rabbits consumable to all in the most pleasurable way possible. And uh, as, I, as I say that, I um, balance the javelin on on one hand as with and I sort of reach my 
talons up from uh, as I sit down and sort of arch back into a kind of like yogic boat pose. I start um, picking apart like the gristly and the, you know, hard to digest elements from the rabbit and start picking it apart and, and cleaning the cleaned or the, the cooked rabbit. Uh, and I close my eyes and uh, I would like to druid craft you'll go with me on this one uh, a <laughs> berry a berry glaze so I, I already know goodberry a berry glaze to just softly like glide across the top of this <laughs> rabbit meat I will allow it um, yes. with the combination of um, <laughs> goodberry and then using druidcraft to sort of bring out like the natural sugars within the the berries. Um, yeah, they sort of start to, to melt into this glaze. How what's the expression in the come and come and get it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I will grab one of the rabbits and like start picking it apart. Uh Seeker will take one. Actually we'll take two and head upstairs. Um, I'm downstairs asking Shara all about his hunt and just like listening to him talk about his flying around. Yes, they were there and I was up and then they were down, but I went down and, and then uh, they tried to hide behind a tree. But oh. I know how to hide behind trees and I knew exactly that they were going underneath the extra point of the vine. So, I so just Seeker, crap. you see Helen <laughs> sitting there up by the body. I uh, just walk over and sit opposite Halik and and uh, uh, offer up one of the rabbits with the glaze. This glaze looks fantastic. Um, I'll regard it with a little bit of suspicion, but I'll, I'll take it. You know, the gods, what they want, it's not clear to any of us. It's easy to assume we know their wishes. There's... There's documents. There's... Spakers. Those that... purport to carry their word. Have you not ever considered that their own will may be mixed in with I'm ashamed to say not until recently. But Seeker. It doesn't matter. The gods allow this to happen. Allow their will to be misappropriated, misused. And why? Why? So they can reap our souls when our lives are done. What of everything we've done here? What of the bonds we form in life? What of the families we raise and the people we love? They don't care about that. They just want what remains. Until you're troubled, 
All that I know for certain is what is and what is here in front of me. I don't understand it. What the gods can and cannot do, cannot say. What would you have them do? Destroy all who misuse would that not be its own form of abomination? Just allow it, Fan. What if they can't? I don't know. I do know that I have gifts that have been given and I can use them to do what I can do. And I wipe, wipe my tears. I... We are the agents of repair. But we're left to our own devices. And the strength it takes, the measure for us to use our talents wisely. I only hope time's strong enough. If the gods can't be, then how can I be expected to undo all that's been done? Keep the... You can't. But what you can do... (laughs) That bunch downstairs, they follow you. They need you. They are your charge. You can't save the world, but you can save who's in front of you. You take a great weight upon your shoulders. Come, let's eat with your friends. I, my eyes just hover across the, the body in front of us. I've seen the place where I send, where I send these spirits. I hope that they're all as lovely. I'll join you. And I cast a glance out the window and to where the the spirits parted as I sort of awkwardly stand trying not to use the rabbit to <laughs> balance myself. Thank you, Seeker. Don't thank me. I did not do anything. I should like to hear of this place, if there's time. I too would like to know how you got in your scars. But, uh, let's join the others. It sounds like Shreya's telling quite the, quite the tale. Be interesting to see who's the better hunter. I think it's Eldra, but we'll see. Luckily for us, Shry is not the competitive type. That is good, because Eldra is. <laughs> All right, and you guys head back downstairs, rejoin the rest of the group. 
Um, is there anything the rest of you guys would like to do? Yeah. Um, once once um, Kellick and Seeker come back down, I'll um, be digging through my bag. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so a couple of days ago or or a day ago, I guess, actually. Wow. <laughs> Lots happened. Um, I got this thing. Um, does anyone know how to identify what it is? Um, and I hold up a, um, like, transparent silver potion with some sparkly bits in it. And I, I don't know what it is, but it looked pretty. So I got it. Um, can anyone tell what it is? DM, can I can tell I what it tell is? Tell what yeah. it is. I like <laughs> magic stuff. <laughs> Um, you guys could make an arcana check. Or, like, identify it. <laughs> 17 arcana. Uh, 7 arcana. <laughs> um, Seeker, you would know, um, sort of by the look of it, you don't know exactly what it does. Um, but it doesn't seem to have any negative effects like it, it's probably a mostly positive affecting potion um that's really what you get from it would share that information huh you know i was hoping for more of like a oh it does this and this but i guess that's good to know i shrug. put it away <laughs> <laughs> Seeker shrugs as well. <laughs> um, this whole time uh, that they were upstairs and that Shreya was regaling us with the tale of his hunt, <laughs> um, I've just been um, sitting on my bedroll next to the door that leaves this place, and I'm just looking around for ghosts. I'm feeling the ground, making, tapping it to see if it's hollow. Um, I just, I'm keeping my ears and eyes open, and I'm looking up every dark area and that's okay. what I'm doing I don't know if um, it's make a I'm perception gonna have you make, <laughs> uh, yeah either perception or investigation okay and I'm almost like not even listening to the story or paying attention to anyone else uh, you said uh, perception or investigation yeah okay. oh that's really good um, 24 24 um you go around and you're sort of looking at things. You're you're tapping the walls. Um, it seems pretty straightforward. There doesn't seem to be any anything that you're missing here. Hmm. I'm not seeing any ghosts. Mm-mm. Guys, I, I think I'm gonna sleep out outside. Why? What? This place is creepy. Yes, then, but, uh, m- maybe less safe out there. We're leaving the horses out there. It- yes. <laughs> You're not a horse. You're yeah, there's- more important. Oh, but... Oh, don't get a big head about it, okay? I'm just saying you're better than a horse. <laughs> but there's no ghosts out there. There's no ghosts in here either. Oh. That's what we thought before, and then they just showed up, and now the one that the Kellic attacked disappeared, Flynn, and it went into ghost. Flynn, and what if it just comes from Flynn, the ground again? Flynn, we Flynn, sent it. You're a monster hunter. You Monsters. are a brave monster hunter, and 
Are you scared of a couple ghosts? Um, You're not scared of anything. You're brave. Right. And strong. Yeah, and I'm a threat. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I look around again. Um, right. Brave. Right. I go back up next to the door and sit on my little bedroll right next to the... Right next to the door. Go back to my, my rabbit. Just looking around. Seeker would look for, like, over by the teapot. With his, was there any, like, debris or anything that he could pick up with his mage hand and move silently across the room to drop on Flynn's head? Um, yeah, yeah, there's, there's actually these, um, right next to the teapot that you found, there's these little, um, porcelain teacups. Yeah, it, that'll do. I'll take a teacup and, uh, move it over and drop it on Flint's head. <laughs> do I see this? What do I, do I see it happen? Or... You'll try and do it, uh, sneakily. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. make a, make a I mean, I am distracted because I'm look, looking in dark corridors. <laughs> it is a, it's a 10. A 10? I... Flynn, what's your passive perception? Oh, I don't know. It's actually pretty good, I think. Um, uh, passive. Pers- oh, 15. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you you see the. the I see it uh, floating. A little floating teacup coming ah, towards you. Uh, guys! I point to it. What is that? Um, put it down. He'll put it. Once he sees it, he'll put it down and he'll look at Flynn and say, uh, Flynn, it is me. Don't worry. I am. I do am a fan of mischief and, and playing. However, <laughs> I do not think staying outside would be the wisest. I can have Eldra stay outside in the tree and keep an eye on the horses. We can keep watching here while some sleep. Do I overhear him saying this? I mean, are you saying yeah, it secretively? Yeah, it's open for anybody. Yeah, yeah, you hear that. I, I think there are some been some great points made about sleeping outside and uh, Eldra uh, <laughs> uh, your your companion here says it might be well well met if you roost outside tonight and I, I was just thinking myself perhaps we could catch a ravishing sunset 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 uh, from the, <laughs> the top of the tree and perhaps make our roost there tonight if if an owl could blush, you would see it now. Uh, she she will uh, just kind of she actually kind of like hops and kind of kind of trips a little and and like walks over and is like okay yeah. <clears throat> I uh, well uh, sort of motion to the rest of the party and kind of nod and uh, say uh. uh We'll see you all uh, later, I suppose. <laughs> I look at Triad just like he's from another universe. Just, <laughs> just like, <laughs> like completely bewildered. Yeah, sh- sh- so- sounds good, Triad. You, uh, you'll be safe out there. I'm. I am actually more confused now. I thought we were going to stay. And yeah, I mean, I, apparently it's fine to sleep outside now. I guess. I no, 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 no. It's we're gonna stay inside. Troya's gonna take first watch with 
Eltra. Oh, and okay. and watch the sunset. Right? It'll be a different Nothing. kind of watch. Do you need do you need help watching out there like to watch the horses or Oh no, no, no. We are very uh, well uh, you sure? Capable ourselves, yes. Apparently, apparently it's really dangerous out there. I mean, I could... Oh, that's you know. quite all right, Flynn. Uh, I think we can handle it. All right. Well, if you need anything, you know, yell or whatever. But if you do hear any commotion, just... I wouldn't come running if I were you. Um, what if you're hurt? Yeah. I don't think uh, we'll be hurting tonight. <laughs> I I wipe the silver dust off of my head. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm not. I'm right. not working with this. Um, <laughs> so with that, I think we're gonna get uh, get these watches started. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. All right. Uh. First watch. Um. Let's just get this out of the way. <laughs> um, uh, Shreya and Eldra, I'm going to have you both make perception checks at disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does it, does it um, cancel to regular advantage or just regular roll? Should since, they just both roll yeah, once? So it, yeah. it would just be a uh, uh, straight one roll for Eldra. Yeah. Ooh, that's a 19. I mean, that's a five for me. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Shreya is a little bit more distracted. Um, Eldra, uh, over the course of the first watch, um, doesn't spot anything. Because, you know, Eldra is playing a little coy. It's kind of like the mating dance thing. She's kind of doing her little thing, but still, you know, looking out. She's got people to take care of. Yeah, good for her. Ladies. Next watch. Um, (laughs) Who's going up next? Moving on. Moving on. I'll I'll go. Um, I think I would probably not be sleeping or having trouble falling asleep, so I'll probably just be up looking around. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably would be leaned up against the wall next to the door and just not sleeping. I'm like looking around. Okay. So would you want to be a part of the second watch? Sure. Okay. And what is that is, perception? Yeah. Is anyone else going up with him or? No, Oma I'm going to go to third watch. Thinking? Okay. Um, I'll, okay. I'll join so, him for a second. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was mostly going to bed initially to avoid talking about Shry any longer. So. Yeah, no, understandable. <laughs> so I'll, so I'll, I'll wake up. Yeah, so Kalik and Flynn uh, perception checks. I got a uh, uh, 13. Okay. Uh, I got a 19. Okay. Um, you guys are sitting there. You hear quiet breeze roll through the trees you hear some birds chirping every once in a while just very faintly off in the distance that's it you guys don't hear anything or see anything that would be determined as a threat so you're sure you're not gonna come out from the ground again Uh, I mean nothing's out of the question but We've cleansed this place of the restless spirits within, so it's it's not a real it's not a curse like a lingering curse. It's like uh, individuals, you know, right. those that stayed behind because their their god couldn't take them. Okay, so 
They were, it's not the place, it's, it was, and I point to one of the charred bodies or areas where they are. It's, uh, like, what, what those, they were linked to the bodies? I've relinquished those that I could, and okay. the remainder uh, seem to be on their way to, to an various, uh, I don't know where she takes them, but. I guess that helps a little bit. Speaking of Karis's plan, uh, yeah. Next time we're in a city that uh, we haven't, uh, you know, done crimes, <laughs> uh, we should take you somewhere that they can see it to your horns. You know, uh, I don't really trust any of the temples, but um, they contain those that have powers, uh, access to the gods. And uh, they might be able to expel this creature that's taken residence in your small frame. Um, thanks, but no offense. From my experience these past few days, it doesn't seem like the gods are such a good thing. <sighs> I have to agree with you, Finn. It's unclear to me. I think that the the gods are uh, maybe as prone to mistakes as Alma when she's on a tear. You know, more power you have, the greater trouble you can make when you mess up right but aren't they supposed to be like the good ones the ones that don't make mistakes or the ones that I don't know I mean I thought I thought at least the old gods were like that but and the new ones were the bad ones but I mean, hearing what you said about was it a Kaji is that what it was uh, is that what you were I yeah and that whole thing about turning people away and making them answer impossible questions and do gods even help anyone? Well, if we look at the raw facts in front of us, right? There were spirits here. They were unholy things. Things that sought to harm others just by existing, Right? If we had allowed them, they would have taken our lives and probably put us in a similar state of undeath. Which is, as I understand it, a painful thing to exist in in that cross between planes. And Saker and I, and Shreya even, we were all able to use the magic bestowed upon us through the gods to relieve them of this pain take them somewhere where they could be at peace sleep that's a good thing these things are so rare these things that we know are good so that being as it is the God's power can be wielded for good 
And to that extent, we must try. That's all I can make of it. We must be the agents of goodness with the power that exists, however limited it is. And so to that end, we know the creature that's... Uh, those horns you've uh, adopted is probably not a good creature. It's probably uh, bent on some form of destruction, madness. And uh, so to expel it would be a good application of the god's power, whether or not uh, <laughs> the source of it is inherently good or bad. Yeah. Makes sense. Does it? <laughs> much as I can. I'm trying. <laughs> but I, I, whenever we get to a city, we can check it out. See how it looks. I don't know. Maybe they'll go away. I feel like they might be a little bit smaller. Maybe they're just going away on their own. And they, like, reach up and touch my horns. I'll, I'll I swear look at they were bigger than this. Flynn's horns, do they look any smaller? <laughs> they do not. <laughs> how is it, Flynn? Do you feel... Uh... Honestly, I feel fine. Like, it's just... I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we don't even we don't even need to get rid of them. Maybe I mean, I don't know. I'm like, kind of like lean back my head and close my eyes. Um. Anyway, are you staying here? I am. Good. Make sure those ghosts don't come back. You want to be charged, Flynn? Doing this lot? I nod off. To sleep. And I'll uh, just watch and Flynn uh, eventually close my eyes. Okay. Um, Alright, Olma. We're up for the final watch. What would you like to do? You're up by yourself. Seeker be up. <laughs> I think Seeker. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, I counted you as Eldra. That's my bad. <laughs> I got two rolls. <laughs> two rolls. Okay, uh, Seeker and Oma, can I have you guys roll perception for me? 17 for Oma. 15. Okay. Um, very peaceful night. You guys do not see or hear anything that would uh, constitute a threat. Um, can Olma see the tattoos on your arms? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, his sleeves will be up. What do those markings mean? <sighs> this holds his left arm up. And you, again, you see the, the sigil of Laris. Crescent, um, like a half uh, semicircle, and then a straight line underneath it. And uh, he's just kind of tracing it. And he says, This is the sigil of Loris. Kind of a legacy of my family. A- an old god, one that I looked up to. I wanted to be in, in service of. In fact, 
that's why I can do some of what I can do. But <clears throat> But I He like actually seems a little uh, like very uncomfortable. Like um he's just uh the I saw things in the service to Lars that didn't match. I saw atrocities. Things similar to this done in the name of a god. But I, I don't know if it was because of the god or the people or both. It is very confusing. Yeah, sometimes people can be pretty bad when they're fighting for something they believe in. This is true. What does Loris do? Uh, and and it will um it just sit and concentrate for a moment and the sigil will start to glow purple and um it just kind of conjure a little bit of um sacred flame and then he will um cup his hands over his mouth and say can you hear this and cast message so only she can hear it in her head and then he will um just say Loris is about magic and bestowing all of the, the lands with magic and magical abilities That doesn't seem so bad. Right. Yeah, no, you're right. It's not. It's good when the right people have it for the right reasons. Oh. Yeah, and I looked down at my hands. Magic can be pretty bad if bad people are using it. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what that means. I mean... Yes, on the surface, but what is good, what is bad? Um. Would he pick up that you were looking, like, observing your hand as you said that? Yeah, I wasn't hiding it. So. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, and you did the thing with the sword, right? Uh-huh, I made magic, back. yeah. Mm-hmm. You... Are also somehow gifted, but different. You don't know the gods. No, I'm trying to learn about them, but we never studied the gods ever. Who is we? Well, I mean, I grew up in the mountains, and and not this mountain, obviously, um, but a different mountain. Um, and and they talked all about being strong, but not being strong with magic, being strong with us with your spirit and and gathering your your spirit inside of you and using that um, um, to 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 fight and and to 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 do good um. But we didn't talk about that being from the gods. And and then mine 
mine was different from them too. So so they kicked me out. Cause my 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 magic doesn't come from my spirit. I don't think. It didn't manifest the way theirs did, and and they were not happy. So I left. Um, but I don't. I didn't have anyone to to teach me how to control it, and I didn't have a god that I could go to, or talk to, and and so I found Xavier, and 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 Xavier was helping. He was he was trying to help me learn how to control it and and use my magic good but then they took him so so I was on my own again and I and I don't have a lot of control it's been good though it's been much better I don't know sometimes well before I came here it was really bad and I was just like losing control all over the place but but since I've been with Kellick and Flynn and Shreya I've been able to to keep control of it it's been really good. It used to be every time I did a spell, something bad would happen. But now... But that is not good. Yeah, but now... Now it's better. So maybe they're helping me control just by being around them. Having friends. Maybe the problem is not accepting those different than us. They, they exiled you when maybe what they know could help you control this. You're not mm. the problem, but those who cannot accept what they do not understand. And that is what we do very good as humans. We, we, we run from that which we don't understand because it scares us. Yeah. I definitely scared them. You're not scary. You're the little one. Yeah? I'm a little scared. It is okay to be scared. If you were in this tree after what we just saw, you weren't scared. I would be scared of you. No. I mean, I'm scared of me. Um... He will put his he will put his hands out like as you're like looking in your hands he'll put his hands out and kind of gesture to have you put yours in his if you so decide I will don't feel what you have it has taken me many years and much study to control the little bit that I have maybe you just haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. I'll keep trying, though. And with that, he'll just um, whisper a little uh, incantation kind of muttering it so it's not really intelligible and say we should finish this watch and arrest get everybody up so we can continue okay all right and with that 
the morning sunrise begins to crest over the horizon. Um, the interior of this tree begins to um, illuminate with the light of the new day. And with that, you guys are free to leave and set out on uh, your horses. Is there anything you guys want to do or take before you guys actually leave this place? If not, then you guys... Um, yeah. Long rest completed. Long rest completed. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Woo! I wanted to celebrate. I just wanted to... Um, in the, as, like, saddling up, uh, Seeker will go over to Alma. Magic and light. And just put his hands on her head, and there's, there'll be a faint purple glow. And he will cast the blessing of the vigilant, so that next time you, next time we're in battle, you get advantage on uh, initiative roll. Yay! This will, this will help you get the jump in case something happens. You don't have to be afraid. Thank you, Saker. You still have that necklace you pulled from the, the corpse upstairs. Yes. Uh, I pull it out. And who has... Who's holding on to the, the head of our, our old pal? Our old robot friend? Uh, usually what? I have him, yeah. So I probably either had him next to the... Yeah. Uh... Actually, Seeker won't pull it out. He he will use his invisible mage hand to, to <laughs> let it float. <clears throat> I, I don't recognize this trinket, but uh, Thaddeus has been around the block a bit, so I think it's worth it to ask him. Yes. It was giving off a lot of magic. Yeah, and it was on the body of that remaining spirit, so it tracks that that person might have been uh, a person of note at this temple. I'd be keen to know what they were carrying around. So maybe we should leave it here, even. Do you mind waking him up, then? Oh, yeah, sure. And I'll bend down and uh, do the little thing and boop, 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 turn him on for ten minutes. Okay. And his eyes glow purple. Oh, hello. Hi, um, I think... Um, Kellogg said you can do something to, to look at something. Um... And I'll turn the head towards Kellick. Uh, good morning, Thaddeus. Good morning. Uh, it's a bit of a stretch, but do I happen to, to know of uh, what this trinket is? Or, or maybe, uh, I don't know what what you're capable of in that, uh, I don't know, designed brandy or yeah, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I could find out for you. Um, yeah, just um, show show me. Can you pull it up? I'll uh, give a nod to Seeker. Yeah, Seeker. Uh, Mage okay. hand it over. Oh, um, I don't know off the top of my head, but if you give me a minute, um, just just give me one one moment. And um, the purple fades from his eyes, and in their place, this golden light um, comes up, and and he remains silent for about a minute. And he, he uh, pops back up and his, the gold recedes from his eyes. The purple comes back and he says, Okay, um, so this appears to be uh, a piece of a, uh, like a very small dragon jaw. Um, it seems to be uh, one of three, it looks like. Um, and you can see like right there, sort of, you can see where it's been broken off. 
Um, and so, yeah, it looks like uh, a piece one of three. And, and typically when you have all three in there together, you can wear this and sort of have a, a small effect of, you know, a dragon's breath, um, if you might choose. And I would assume by the, the coloration of the blue, um, probably be some sort of lightning effect. Um, that would be my best guess. Um, yeah, if you're able to, to come into contact with the other two pieces, then this might be a, a working item for you. Where are you getting this information? Amazing. I really don't know. It's, so, <laughs> it's like sort of stored way back, like in, in my mind somewhere. Um, but I just sort of, I can reach back and sort of access, you know, uh, a lot of information. I just stoop real low to where Flynn's holding Thaddeus's head and just like try and get my, my head level with Thaddeus's head and just like look into his eyeballs to try and see <laughs> into his mind. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you. Do, do you know, is this a trinket that to be worn by clergy or is it just happenstance that it ended up here? Um, looks just like a cool, I don't know any religious significance to it. Um, I mean, someone wearing this, it could have been like a local symbol of power, possibly, um, a local symbol of status, but, um, I don't, I don't know any specific religious connotation with it. Thank you, Thaddeus. You're welcome. Um, when they seem done, a light bulb goes off in, in my head. Oh, and I'll take Thaddeus's head that I'm holding and I'll try and flip it backwards so his face is facing me but upside down and i'll oh hey um can you do that again hi um yeah yes i can could you sorry can you flip me the right way oh uh sure and i'll flip him back around and i'll put him down on the ground and spin him towards me um seeker do you have that teapot yes moment no he will uh have his mage hand fiddle around in the bag and uh pull it out that is so cool and it floats over out. in front of you. With, um, yeah, yeah drop I can. Um, yeah, just give me, give me one more moment. Yeah, yeah take and your time. The purple recedes. The gold <laughs> comes back into his eyes. Um, I am like you, obsessively trying to watch this process. Just, <laughs> just like trying to understand. As, like as you're watching, and you you sort of hear the gears clicking within his head, um, and then after a minute, the gold recedes back. The purple comes back in um well um, says, oh while while he was doing that and like doing that for a minute and kellick seems like like he's watching it yeah i know I, I think i know what he's doing i think um i think my i think my dad did this your dad had a brain in the back of his brain that he could search no, for he information like, no he like ha- has a way to like figure out what something is and it's no, it's probably. I mean, I don't think he's got like a metal brain, but it's something that he would do at the shop. Uh, I somehow feel that these are probably different practices. Maybe, unless it's your dad's brain inside of the the head of the. <laughs> no knock <laughs> on it, Dad. Father. And he pops back. Oh. Um, oh, this God. is a very interesting object. Um, Flynn, could you back away from my face, please? <laughs> Thank you. I get really close. Um, 
this object is uh, pretty interesting. If you uh, were to make tea in this in this little teapot um, and then drink that tea, uh, it would it would allow you to sort of innately um, like decompose things. Um, you could uh, you could probably innately cast uh, cast the spell gentle repose. If you drink tea from this teapot. It would, it would allow you to, for, for one time, sort of decompose um, a body or or encourage some sort of growth onto it. Fascinating. Wondrous items we have found. Thanks, Thaddeus. You're very welcome. And I was actually just thinking about it. And if you guys... Aw, <laughs> he always does that. It's like he knows he's about to power down. I think he does. He just likes the, the attention. Well, and I pick him up and put him under my arm. All right. Let's get to it. And Hi. with that, uh, with Thaddeus underneath Flynn's arm, uh, you guys hop back on the horses ah. and set your sights up the mountain. And with that, ah. we were going to end today's session. Yeah. We're going to call it right there <laughs> um, with a couple of identified new items um, under your belt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with that, we're going to call it right there. Thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Hey, it's Shane. Thanks so much for listening to that episode of Venture Forth. We really, really appreciate it. If you're enjoying the show, uh, check us out on social media. We're everywhere as Venture Forth DND. We're also on Patreon if you have the means uh, to support us on there. Uh, that does help us to maintain the podcast and uh, improve the podcast. Uh, uh, we put a whole, whole lot of work into this thing and we'd like to put in even more. So uh, that goes directly toward that end. Whatever your ability to contribute though, uh, we are happy to have you here. So thanks so much and have a great day.